0: house welcome to this episode 235 i'm here with david and lewis
1: hey
2: hey what's up everybody
0: and this is bobby coming back to you this week uh the day after uh central american heritage night um the day after the draw against houston uh and we also are probably didn't we didn't cover the game against colorado on september 11th that was which another draw with uh like i said colorado so right now i know Columbus? we just came back oh, from draws But we're not really feeling like we're feeling I feel like we're feeling like they're more of losses than anything. Am I right?
1: Uh, Well, well, certainly, certainly the game last night against Houston, um, we come having to come back from behind, um, you know, going up against a team that's uh, well, well below the standings um, and one of the one of the worst teams in the league um, this season. Um, And, uh, you know, we have a little bit of a history with, you know, Houston. Uh, thank God this was not the last game of the season uh, or the final uh, <laughs> home game of the season as we've come up against Houston a couple times and ended up either losing or draw drawing against uh that team and uh you know subsequently uh kicked us out of the playoffs or or uh made us fall out of playoff contention thankfully we don't have that this time um but still certainly disappointing um I think uh you know had we recorded, before this game I would have said that the Colorado result was a good result because that's a top team and uh and you know going to Colorado that's a tough game and and getting a point out of there is good but now that we have was it three draws in a row and winless in five yeah um that is concerning that we're not winning our home games or we're not doing better in our home games so I think I think this starts out with the home game uh Lewis correct me if I'm wrong. The home game against Colorado. Am I right?
2: Wait, what are we talking about? Uh, uh the winless ago, streak? Uh,
1: yes, the winless yeah. streak.
2: Yeah, so the I last think that starts. Yeah, so the last game that we won was against Minnesota. That was the one that was on the road. Um, and then you lost two games in a row. Uh first time this season, both of them were at home, one to Colorado, one San Jose, uh, and then you drew three times. Uh, so, yeah, no, no win since August 14th, so about a month. And now you have three more road games to play in September, which are not easy. Some, uh, the Absolutely Galaxy, I, I said it last week that September may very well be make or break for the Galaxy. Um, it's certainly starting to, you know, look that way. And more, more it's break not, than make, right? yeah, and it's more break than make because, um, I admit that the Colorado result was probably uh, a, a good result, all things considered, but I also feel that that was a game that they, it wasn't a must win in the traditional sense, but with, you know, Colorado ahead of them the standings and with the, the teams behind you starting to catch up, you, you probably needed more than a point, but sure. Take the point And then grab the easy three points against Houston before you, you know, go back on the road again and, you know, get, have a tough. So yeah, last night's draw certainly felt like, like a loss. Um, the players and coaches have pretty much singing the same tunes, missed opportunity, missed opportunity, uh, should have had three points. And, um, it, it just seems lately that the excuses have been the same, you know, no intensity, uh, Vanny called them out on it. I think the players recognized it, that they came out very sloppy. But this isn't a one-time thing. This isn't an anomaly. They've been struggling with intensity the past, you know, few games, couple months. So, um, yeah, it's a little worrisome. David, you said that you had absolutely no fear
1: that the Galaxy were not going to make the playoffs. Do you still feel that? Yeah, I still think that they'll figure it out and, and, uh, you know, stay above the playoff line. Um, but it certainly is, it certainly is a little bit worried. you know, I wouldn't call it fear. I would say starting to kind of get worried. Um, you look at the, the teams that were below the galaxy and well below the galaxy. We talked about how, you know, we kind of let this cushion slip a little bit. Now the playoff line is only five points. Um, behind there's other teams that are starting to surge um, it looks like San Jose Vancouver may have petered out a little bit but Portland, Salt Lake, laFC are all starting to rise up in the uh, in, in the standings there so we need to make sure that you know we're performing on the road I mean you know points in every single game is a must. Uh, at this point, you know, you obviously missed out on a chance to get three points at home against a you know, a twelfth place team in in uh in Houston that only has four wins, one of which was last night. Um you know, that's a, a big big oh sorry, not not one of which was last night. They only have four wins. Uh they have eleven draws on the season. That's the most out of any team in the in the league. Um, or at least in the Western Conference right now, that's uh, you know again, big 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 missed opportunity there. I'm um, I'm not afraid that they're going to miss the playoffs. I, I still am fairly confident that they're going to miss the playoffs, but I think that at this point they're going to make it tight.
2: Uh, at the beginning of the season, I said uh, the Galaxy are a bubble team. Um, I think I had them in eighth place. Um, I actually had them missing the playoffs this year, mainly because there were just way too many unknowns, Uh, too many new faces. You know, you have a whole rebuilding year, a legitimate rebuilding year. And um, I I didn't quite say it was a throwaway season, but I think expectations should be kind of tamed a little bit. Um, After the first half of the season, that, Expectation changed dramatically, right? I mean, uh, if, if you haven't gotten issue two of the magazine yet, um, get issue two. Uh, but in there, I, I wrote something about what I saw after the 4th of July game uh, in which we lost but looked very good doing it, moving in the right direction. Uh, out, essentially outplaying uh, Kansas City, one of the better teams in the Western Conference. And ever since that game, ironically, the Galaxy have taken a tumble. Now, up until maybe, I can even say maybe last game, I'll give Colorado the pass. But a lot of that, you can look back and say, well, you know what? You didn't have a striker, right? Chijarito went out before the Kansas City game and only won a handful of games in which uh, he missed. So you can say so you can say during that period very easily that hey Chicharito was sorely missed, he's essential to this galaxy attack. And you know, they had to basically tread water uh that entire time, and they did, and they still find themselves above the playoff line. But what happened in Houston is unacceptable. There's absolutely no reason for that. Even on your worst days, you shouldn't be dropping points to a team like Houston at home. Um yeah. I, I don't even think – I would have to go back and look at it. But, I, I mean, most of the results that Houston has gotten has been at home. Very rarely uh, do they do anything on the road. Um, and it's – again, it, it's just really frustrating to watch this team play right now when they were playing so well that first half of the season. Um, I think I said it in one of the previous episodes. I, I think they they reached their goal. Uh, they're very high – highly ambitious goal uh through the first half of the season and i don't know maybe they felt that that was it and they had a and they relaxed like oh yeah we're good and just decided not to play the second half of the season because everything that you saw in the first half even if you weren't playing well you found a way to win even if you weren't you know connecting there was that intensity that heart where hey we made something happen right Nothing is happening for the Galaxy right now. Um, I am a little worried that the Galaxy are going to miss the playoffs at this point because the teams below them are starting to, you know, I don't want to say reach peak form, but this is the time that you're supposed to like gain that momentum heading into the playoffs. And as David said, Portland, who is well out of the playoff picture, is now in 5th only 4 points behind the Galaxy. RSL has kind of just been like middle of the road team which is where i had them uh in the uh in my preseason prediction. LAFC has started uh gaining a little momentum. Um this doesn't look good for the Galaxy because they have absolutely no momentum whatsoever. I I I can't explain it. You would think well, that after having all this time with your starters and, you know, you had all this time to figure it out. Uh, how are you getting worse? So
1: I have, yeah. for that. I, I, I think that some of the, some of the stuff and, and, you know, I, I do want to get into, you know, the, the Colorado game a little bit, cause I think that there's some things to consider when you're considering the overall, like the team seems to be getting worse or more complacent or, you know, has lost its intensity, what have you. Um, there are there are things that need that need to be figured out we were in good shape when in we we're um, outperforming expectations and maybe even outperforming expectations that even vanny and and uh, crew had set for the team um but when you think about it the things that needed to be fixed at that point required some adjustments, right? Vanny talked about fixing the defense. Uh, so far, uh, the defense has still been letting in goals. We, we still have yet to record a shutout after Vanny's, uh, imposed two, two to three week, uh, you know, defensive fix, uh, in that time. Uh, and, and again, specifically with the Colorado game, um, you start with a, what looks like a five man back line in Araujo Koulibaly, Stares, Williams, and Viafania. Now, um, it played out more like a three-man backline, um, and I, I kind of scratched my head because that's not really something that we've used up until this point. Usually, we we've gone with the traditional four-man backline with a pairing of um, Kulabali and Williams, or Stares and Williams, or Stares and Depew, um, or Kulabali and and Stares. Um It's it's weird that we got thrown. We threw that much of a wrench into the formation and it really did look like nobody quite understood how to play in that formation, uh, especially Kulabali. I mean, Kulabali, my God, he got pulled apart and really, really just exploited by the Colorado's speedy players. I mean, you know, Sega Kulabali is not a fast guy. He relies a lot on his physicality and his positioning to to um, to defend. and he got he got beat left and right, and we are lucky actually that Colorado didn't capitalize on that more. Um, I thought the dents theres looked pretty good. Coming into uh, the coming into the Houston game, uh, the galaxy changed formation yet again uh, across the back line. And this time you have Steres uh paired up with Koulibaly and no Derek Williams. Uh I don't think that there was any suspension involved. I I'm not aware of any injury, Lewis, unless you caught wind of anything regarding injury for the, okay. for uh
2: No, I have not. I mean, it, could it be a suspension? Uh maybe a yellow I, card accumulation maybe. I don't
1: think he was on yellow card accumulation. Um, but you know, I'd have to look. I guess I probably should have looked at that before we started recording. But uh, e- either way, um, you also replace uh, Jonathan Bond with John, Jonathan Klinsman against Houston. Uh, so again, that's a that's a change, a, a, a sort of upset to that that back line. Um, what I noticed more than anything, though, in both games, both the Colorado and both and the Houston game, is that the midfield urgency is not there. Uh, too many times did I see players close up against each other and trying to play tight, short passes when what we should be doing is opening the field up. I mean, I get in Colorado, maybe you want to play a little bit shorter and not get stretched out, but you know, it's, it, it, it's almost like the galaxy. were trying to play Tiki Taka, but did not have the personnel in the field to do that. Um, It's frustrating and and, and it leads, you know, it it has repercussions across the back line, across the front, you know, in terms of how many chances we can get uh, in in front of goal. With that said, in Colorado, we had a couple of good chances and we failed to put those away. Um, Chicha, I think, got one look and it was a difficult header. Um, you know he got bodied uh, from the ball it was almost identical to the one that he scored against Houston actually um he just couldn't get it on target and then he couldn't find a good um opportunity after that Segakula Balli I mean what what more can you say about this guy i'm 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 getting pretty frustrated with this guy with him uh he had some good you know one-on-one chances against in Colorado um and just you know, Same old story. Couldn't put him in the back of the net. Uh, Shift that to Houston where he doesn't start. And what is the one thing that the Galaxy is missing is the ability to stretch the defense of Houston because it looked like Houston had about four more players in the midfield than the Galaxy did. Um, And a lot of that is because uh, Cabral is not in the lineup to stretch the, the defense out or to make, you know, people chase him. Um, it's, it's a little frustrating, uh, to see that they, they can't, they're, they're at a point now where other teams are trying to figure it out and they're still kind of tinkering. or not quite all on the same page. Um, this is, this is the point where we need them to be on the same page.
2: Yeah. Uh, don't really know what to add to that. It, it's, it really is just frustrating. Um, Because I honestly have no explanation. Uh, This is a time where you're peaking, but this is also the time um, where you should be at your most confident, right? Um, Especially with the way the Galaxy played that first half of the season. You would think that they would have continued building on it. I don't even want to say that this is a case of peaking too early. I mean, you didn't peak. And I hope that wasn't the peak. Um, You were winning games, but you didn't look all that great you had like a handful of like times where you did you had the kansas city game you had the austin game and then you had like moments here and there um but overall the galaxy didn't really look all that great um they just found ways to win which is obviously a good thing and obviously um it's a mark of a good team and one can only get better right um not so for the galaxy for some reason um i, I don't really think you can blame Everything on Chicharito, even if you want to say you you know he's kind of instrumental to your attack, and that's probably why you weren't doing so hot in you know that stretch when he was missing, it doesn't really explain the performance against Houston. And um, yeah, it, it, it's just frustrating uh, to know that th- this was a, a an extremely winnable game, um, even without that penalty being called very late in the game uh, against Cabral. Um, I mean, it was it was clear and obvious to me. The guy came in and just checked Cabral, not even going for the mm-hmm. ball. I mean, it was it was just clear and obvious. The fact that they didn't review it, the fact that they didn't call it, is just bizarre. But I'm not blaming that. You know, I'm not saying oh we should have won that game because we should have been penalty. You probably should have already been ahead to begin with. Um, so um, it really is just upsetting. Uh, especially on a night that they really hyped up for the fans, maybe that's what it is. Every time you hype up a certain game or a certain event, I think they've laid an egg in recent <laughs> memory. I, I I can't this think season. Of a time, yeah, I I can't think. Well, even the, in previous seasons, right? I mean, before before the pandemic, you know that that home opener was like we were ready to go, right? And then you you lost to Vancouver. Uh, the, the, those final games of the the season, you, you, you you dropped all of them, right? The just, uh, David, you were saying, uh, in most Central American nights, you know, they usually win. I I don't remember that happening. Um, I I think when the, when the fans are like extra hyped, uh, it's just, I feel like the galaxy have really laid an egg. So
1: it's the fans fault.
2: It's not the fans fault. It's just, uh, (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. Like I'm not saying it's the, the cause of, I'm just saying that. You know, for whatever reason, the, I mean, the team happens. just the team just lays like, an egg when everyone is, else is ready to go. Um, but. Yeah I I, I know. yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It's I
1: I think horrible. more than anything, like we're saying, this is a huge missed opportunity. And now the Galaxy need to go find points on the road. Um, and that's always difficult in MLS. You know, it, it's it's pretty rare that you get teams that are better on the road than they are at home. And, um, you know, the, the galaxy, uh, will go to Austin. That's, you know, kind of low hanging fruit, uh, for now. Uh. Um, But then again, you know, we, we may stumble. They may, they may get hyped up for that game at home and, uh, and, and, and want to perform against the galaxy. Um, then they go to salt lake, which is a a difficult place to play. And a, a team, a team that, it's not great, but, you know, they've got luck on their side right now. They they get a um, they have a couple of uh, of, you know, a crazy performance yesterday uh, against uh, uh, San Jose uh, it was a wild four uh, three affair. So, you know, I, that's that's again, that's something where I can see. I wouldn't be surprised if the Galaxy pick up points in that game. But, um, you know, up until this point, I'm not expecting it. I think the the important thing is, um, the Galaxy need to pick up points. Like that's the bottom line. Is they they miss their opportunities on the on the road. I mean, at home they need to pick them up at, on the road. Yeah. If we come uh, out of this, if we come out of September, and we've only got, was it three three points? Then uh, yeah, yeah. Then I'm worried. Yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, I. <sighs>
2: I, I'm not confident going forward. Um, even if you're looking at the schedule and you're saying to yourself, "Oh, you have a couple of winnable games." Well, Houston was a very winnable game, right? Yeah. Um. So, at, at this point, we can't even take that for granted anymore. Um, we have to go to Minnesota. Uh, I understand that this is a team that has yet to beat us. Um, at some point, these streaks end, right? And so, um. I'm not sure how they'll respond in Minnesota. I think they could at least earn a draw. I think a win is now out the door. You're going to have to have a lot of luck um, because right now I have zero, not zero, but I have very low confidence in this Galaxy side. Um, You know, Austin is, again, uh, a winnable game, but after what you've seen at home to Houston, why why would I think that you'd be able to do something on the road regardless of who you're playing? Um, And now all of a sudden... Uh, That RSL game, which, again, was winnable. Uh, All of a sudden, now that feels like this could be a potential loss. uh, And that leads you uh, into the uh, LAFC game. And guess what? There's going to be a hype for that game. And take away the rivalry. You have the statue unveiling, right? So there's going to be a lot of hype before that game. Might lay an egg there, too. Um, Then you have Portland, who's surging. And then you have to go on the road to Houston. Houston you know, Dallas, and then you finish up uh, having to go to Kansas City, going to Seattle. Those are two losses. I can guarantee that. And then having to uh, have what I assume got kind of to get some sort of result in the last game of the season against Minnesota at home. But right now I'm looking at the schedule and you're saying, yeah, we, uh, you, uh, you see a few victories here and there, but if they continue playing uninspired, if they continue to coming out flat, you know, spotting the opposition half or a couple goals here and there it's you know they're gonna they're gonna find themselves back in that ditch that they were in um because i did feel that they got out of it but um you suddenly made a u-turn and you're you're right back into that ditch so (laughs)
1: um
2: yeah as of right now i'm not confident i'm actually david you had mentioned it like it has to be some sort of you know, epic meltdown the way Dallas did. And for the first time, I actually see it happening.
1: No, no, I don't. I don't. I still don't see that epic meltdown happening. I mean, we're talking about like we'd have to be losing a lot of these games uh, and and we're still managing some points. So it's not, you know, I don't think it's dire. And I don't think uh, and again, they turned it on in the second half against Houston. They, they after they scored the goal and legit came on uh, the field, I would have to assume that he didn't start because he's just logged a lot of minutes. Um, and they wanted to try and give him some rest, but after he came on the field, I thought that the, the, um, the game really opened up and started, uh, the galaxy started looking more dangerous. I mean, that beautiful ball from Dejan was, uh, certainly one that, um, that, uh, that, you know, set up Chicharito. Um, I think that that was, uh, A big positive, uh, in the game. I think that, um, you know, if we're, if we're thinking about positive things you look at Araujo, um, he continues to prove that he is head and shoulders above probably any other defender in this league right now. Um, and looking back to the game in Colorado, I mean, you know, they, they managed to to find a goal and, uh, even though the defense uh like i said was shaky they they did a lot of bending uh they could have broken pretty significantly and they didn't i think dan stairs has come in and try to sort of calm that defense down or, or bring a little bit of a, a presence uh to it
2: when statistically you look at the both the games you figure that the galaxy would have dominated houston struggled against colorado um in which case you know the 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 result in Colorado would have been good, and then you know the the Houston game. That's why it's a disappointment. But the fact of the matter is, statistically, you were kind of doing a lot better in Colorado uh, when you look at the possession.
1: Uh, the Galaxy actually had more possession than Colorado, uh, just by a couple percentage points. It's still 50 just 30. from just from eyeballs that that it was pretty clear that um, we were. We looked lost against Houston, and we looked much better against Colorado. Even though we, you know, we were still getting exploited, but we were certainly uh, being counterattacked a lot. Right uh, against Colorado, what seemed to be happening is uh, Colorado was pressing us all over the place, except for when Kula had the ball, when Sega had the ball, Colorado just kind of let him have it and forced him to make a decisive pass and then they pressured everybody else. And that seemed to work out pretty well for them. it, it stagnated the, the galaxy's um, offense, but it just led to a lot of possession.
2: Yeah. Uh, the expected goals in Colorado was uh, practically even a uh, very, very small edge to the galaxy. 1.24, 1.17. So the score um, is kind of justified. Uh, the one, one result is kind of fair. Uh, the galaxy world shot uh Twice as much. Uh, Colorado had 16 shots to the Galaxy's eight. Uh, both had three on target. So at least, you know, I, I, again, on, on statistically, you, you you see a game that was very justified in the score. You flash forward to Houston, however, well, the possession against Houston was lopsided, 65 to 35 in favor of the Galaxy. That's something that you would expect. What you don't expect is that the expected goals would be like this the galaxy couldn't even m- muster 1 it was at 0.88 while houston's was 1.33 so they do have uh, a half a goal edge right there uh, and you can make the argument that the 1-1 draw was was fair statistically total shots were even 10 to 8 shots on target 4 to 2 both in favor of the galaxy and you know for a home game against one of the poorest teams this Again, it's unacceptable. I, I don't understand how this happens. And, you know, you you could say that they had a better second half than the first half. But once again, I, I think we've only seen one complete game from the Galaxy. And that was against Austin. And that was very early in the season. We're talking, what, game five? So,
1: yeah, you know, early. after
2: after like, how many games have we played? How many games are we into? 24? 20, like, something and mm-hmm. you haven't figured it out. You haven't, you haven't been able to put in a complete game once out of 24 times. That's unacceptable. I, I don't get it. And I'm not going to obviously jump on the Vanny out train. I'm not even sure if people are being sarcastic or they're being realistic. Neither would actually surprise me, but I'm not jumping on the Vanny out train, but uh, it, it, it is a little mind boggling because we were talking about Vanny being, you know, this, this, Savior, right? This season. And uh the Galaxy are literally a win-away from first place. A couple times they were right there, and if they continue at this pace. They they may very well win the the Western Conference. And Coach of the Year was definitely, you know, people were talking about it. Probably wouldn't have won, it probably would still go to Bruce Arena. But Greg Vanny, you know, turning this this side compared to what it was in 2020, that's a big deal. Everyone was paying attention. Everyone caught you know, uh, what the Galaxy and Greg Vanning were doing. Yeah, not so much anymore. Um, and I don't know what happened. I, I don't know how in season number one you you respond to a coach so well, but midseason it just stops. Um, and I'm not sure if that's on the coach who, again, has gotten the lineups and the formations wrong, um, who hasn't gotten his team ready to play from minute one and would have to, I'm assuming rip into them at halftime for them to actually, you know, wake up and, and do something and, and make adjustments. Like, I, I don't know what, 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 what's going on. Um, a little bit more about that Houston game. Who was the highest rated player in the Houston
1: game? In Houston.
2: Yeah. Against you last night. Who was the highest rated player last night?
1: Hmm. I don't know. Um,
0: because of the way I always assume how these ratings go, I would assume Chicharito would be there, but I would say Ryan
1: Revelison. No, I'm gonna yeah. say uh, yeah. I, I I actually think that uh, Revelison is gonna end up being one of the lowest rated players. Uh, my 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 go to is always Orajo uh, because he was, as I said, excellent and head and shoulders above uh, many many. Uh, player's not only the best player on our team but probably one of the best defenders in the league um man it that's tough i uh, it's it's not Jonah. it's not jonathan uh i'm just cycling through the starters here it's not vasquez uh i, I yeah i guess i'll just have to go with chicharito um
2: it is chicharito actually, and uh, he's... He put in a lot yeah, of work. I mean, that makes sense. Honest. with
1: you. I mean, yeah. that's what
2: i uh, Obviously, the goal. He played 90 minutes. He had a goal. Um, he had two shots. He, he nearly got injured. <laughs> he nearly got injured.
1: At the end of the first mm. half.
2: Yeah. Uh, two shots. Uh, both of them were on target. One of them goes in. As a forward, you're basically, you know, that's where your bread and butter, butter comes in. Um, he was the highest rated player. Who was the second highest?
0: Well, let's keep to our predictions or what we thought was the one other than Chicharito. Yeah,
2: Arajo. Arajo. Arajo was the lowest rated defender of the night. And Kulabali was the highest rated defender of the night. Um, 7.4 for Kulabali. By the way, 7.4. I
1: actually highest. thought Koulibaly had a good game.
2: Second highest. Uh, 7.4. For for Sega, so still quite a bit away from from Chicharito, lowest rated player. There's uh, at six point two, and Alvarez at six point two. Alvarez only played a half.
1: So, um, oh my God, Alvarez had such a stinker last night. Yeah, we were
0: all. Oh yeah,
1: we (laughs) were all just like on his ass yesterday because every it seemed like every ball he was slow to react very slow he was too he was too like complicated in his passes um yeah it was it was pretty ridiculous and the part where i got frustrated is i i kept hearing your your voice in my head lewis going ever since he came back from the national team he's been Mm -hmm. good and i'm like man i really wish there was some mexican national team games that he was not he would not get called up for uh just so that that fire gets lit up under him. He, he right. reverted back to like last year's and the year before's uh, Alvarez, in my opinion. Yep.
2: Don't know what happened to him. Again, uh, this team seems to be going backwards, um, and I, I don't understand why. Um, I have to imagine again, it's the coach, but I, I, it, again, it's really, really difficult for me to understand that. Like I don't think you've lost the the, the guys, right? I, I don't think he's lost the the locker room. But why in the world they're not responding the way they did in that first half of the season is beyond me. Um, yeah, it, it, it was it was a frustrating game, um, but you know, it, it's easy to say, you know, okay, you didn't do well. Go ahead and move on. Yeah, that's five games in a row. It's five games in a row where you're dropping points. And I I, I don't I, I think it's time to we're say, you know, you can't just say get your point and move on. Okay, let's just move on to the next one as if it didn't matter. I, I think there has to be some sort of I I hope that the players are worried about their playoff spot at this point. Because if they're not worried about it, we only have a problem. If well, they, I mean
0: it's they they see it in their rear view. I'm sure. I I doubt they're oblivious to it and what's going on, especially when it comes into the standings and how how everything's kind of aligning right now in MLS.
2: The Galaxy are currently in fourth place. I don't know how. By the way, They haven't won a game in five in five games, and they're still somehow in fourth place in the Western it's MLS. Conference. <laughs> it is MLS
0: because other because there's other teams because there's other teams that are having the same issues or even worse.
2: So at the beginning well. <laughs> of the season, I had predicted um, maybe not in this order. So as of right now, these are the playoff teams: it's Kansas City, uh, Seattle, Colorado, the Galaxy, Portland, RSL, and LAFC. Those are the the uh, seven teams currently in the in the playoffs. The I had every single one of them except for Minnesota. Minnesota, I uh, I had them in the playoffs. They're currently out. Uh, they're only a game behind. They're two. They're two points behind both RSL and LAFC, and they have a game on hand on both of those squads. So they could easily leapfrog uh, into the uh, into the playoffs. And then, as I said, I had the Galaxy not making the playoffs. They were like in eighth place, being beat out by either an RSL or a Dallas. Um, So, I mean, to some degree, like if the Galaxy end up missing the playoffs, and let's say they end up missing it like in eighth place, sadly it would be exactly where I had the Galaxy. But again, based on what you were seeing at the beginning of the season, or at least the first half of the season, you would think that missing the playoffs now is absolutely catastrophic and it would be a failure of a season where at the beginning of the season, if that's where you ended up, I would have been like, yeah, you know, like they, they have to, they got to oh, no. figure if it you, out, right? They from have this to...
0: moment, no, from this moment, if they drop and they 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 just they just drop out, you know, that's going to be a failure for sure. They have mm-hmm. to, they have to, for for this season to to be a somewhat success of in in a sense of you know a completely new revamp of Galaxy, we need to make the playoffs. Oh yeah,
2: one hundred percent, and and you got to remember that in the uh, going after the. Going back to the Kansas City game, you know, where I thought, hey, this might be a turning point here, or this might be like this benchmark where the Galaxy kind of figured it out, right? Because they had a really good game up until you know they let Kansas City score on a you know mistake. But up until that point, you know, I started saying, hey, Galaxy may have just turned themselves into a dark horse. Uh David had mentioned that uh he now thinks that a deep playoff run is on the table, right? So there the expectations for this team changed a lot after those first three months of the season. And, um, you know, the, the, the fact that they're slumping right now and the teams that are below them are starting to pick it up. We know that Vancouver picked it up, Dallas picked it up, Portland picked it up, LAFC starting to pick up. Um, And, again, these are teams that I feel that the Galaxy can beat. But, again, I'm not encouraged by what I have seen. (laughs) Yeah, or don't, yeah. And, again, it's just it's one of those things where, dude, I know this is a winnable game. I know you've got to – I know you have it in you to win this game and to be a higher seed than what you're currently at right now. Um, But for whatever reason, it's just – not happy for the Galaxy right now. And as I said, uh, Portland is right behind the Galaxy, four points behind. We do play Portland uh, again this season. RSL, they are five points behind. Uh, we will play them this month on the road. And LAFC also five it's points behind. Yep. Um, so they have um, some tough games. They got to play Portland twice. So that does help. Uh, the Galaxy's cause there. I'm sure that Portland will will beat them, but um, yeah, I mean. Th- th- but this I mean, is, even
0: with Minnesota, yeah. they're not that far off. You know,
2: they have yeah. Minnesota th- is still well within striking distance, seven points yep. behind the Galaxy. But uh, again, it, you have one of those two week. I'm sorry, two weeks, two game a week weeks, and the Galaxy don't do anything, and Minnesota does. Guess what? All you know, th- those seven points are gone. So, um, and this, of course, you but the other team still needing results. And again, Vancouver suddenly is also, um, vying for a playoff spot. And we kind of wrote them off. So it's, uh, I don't think it's, we're quite there yet, but I think at the end of September, I, I, I still stand by this. I, I think at the end of September, you'll know exactly where the, uh, the galaxy are headed. And right now they're not headed in the right direction. I don't see them winning. any most of, of the games, um, this month, to be honest, well, it's um, hard to
0: call, especially with what they've been displaying. That's the thing; it's well, just I, it's I, I really guess we'll hard find to even out say. Balls
2: and in beers, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, for sure. But that's so, the issue, you know, because I mean, there's three. Like Lewis is right, you know. September is basically a month that's going to kind of foretell our future in this, the 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 the, the last leg of the season. So, like. Grabbing points is a must. Like I'm pretty. I, I hope that Galaxy and the uh, the entire club in the locker room understand that um, every one of these games, Minnesota, Austin, Salt Lake, are must wins. I hope they see it that way. Uh,
2: you that's know who the does only way I see it. <laughs> you, know, you know who does see it that way? Chicharito. Chicharito came out and oh, said, sure. "Like we gotta we gotta go out there and play like there's no tomorrow." Right, we got you. Got to treat every game like a playoff game. You, you can't afford to lose. You got to win every single one. Your season like depend depends on this. It does, right? Like you need to win some of these games. These games that you kind of feel like, oh, we should probably get a, a, a road point is a good result. Nah, that's out the door, dude. You, like you don't feel that way if it's a yeah, you know, no if one shot. Yeah, no more taking for off the, the gas, road, right? Yeah, yeah, you need to just basically say, you know, fuck the draws, fuck playing on the road you know, fuck all those things that we try to justify and like okay, we just need a draw. Like no, you need a victory. You need a victory in every single one of these games. Uh and that's what you're playing for. Um if you need to burn yourself mm-hmm. out, then burn yourself out for that week and you know, dig deep and find it in yourself to like dude, you got to come out the other side victorious. Like it's just yeah, your season is now depending on this. Um Yeah, I mean I Uh, yeah i I mean like i said like like
0: i was like i was telling you before it all depends like i was telling you before uh, lewis outside of the pod it all depends on how mls just runs as well i mean it's all a hodgepodge of what other teams are, are are going to do as well if they get results or if they drop and stuff i mean that's pretty much the whole reason why we've been in third and fourth place for the entirety of the entire season is because you know those 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 moving pieces of the other teams and how you know uh well and maybe horrible they you know they they both they had you know on different different days and different nights and throughout the season um have kept us in that ranking you know yeah so we'll see how it goes within the next i mean we have to do what we need to do because we're only in control with what we have what we have control over you know get our wins um but we also are still hoping on uh lady mls luck (laughs) <laughs> uh where where other teams kinda fuck up and we kinda still kinda coast there with, with, with little uh bandages all over our bodies, you know? Right. So we'll see, but but again, the galaxy's only in control of what they can control. And they can they can go out there and not come out flat and come out, you know, uh fist waving, you know. But I'm hoping. I mean I look at Chicharito's back, you know, it's been two games. It was bad this past game uh, with the first half. I mean, it was hor- it was poor, poor, poor. Um, but I, st- I'm not so uh, uh, gloomy as you are. But the warning signs are there,
2: Definitely and it's flashing,
0: there. and it's flashing.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you can't uh, ignore it. Yeah, and and hopefully, again, I, I mean, Greg Van fix this fixes um, quick. I, uh, you're running out of time. Um yeah i mean that that that, that's all i got i I really can't say that much else it's it kind of speaks for itself right
0: yeah no i mean definitely i mean i believe i mean i would say people any fan that has their head on straight kind of is in this place right now you know with with the galaxy kind of in this area where this is how they feel about them and is what they expect from them um but yeah no i mean We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not I'm not super depressed or sad or or feel like we're we're we're, we're in super impending doom. But it's you know, we're going we're doing what the season was always going to do. We we're going to have our ups and downs. And right now we're in a bit of a down. So yeah. hopefully something will change and we'll start climbing up those that ladder. Hopefully.
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: Hopefully. But, um, yeah. yeah. So we sorry. went over we already went over the um, the the scores. What else are we missing here? I think we're
2: done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to be honest, I think I think we might be done. All
0: right. Well, yesterday during the Central American uh, Heritage uh, uh, Celebration, uh, we released our issue number two for LA's our House. House. Uh, we had again good warm reception. the The, the magazine is available on our website com. and we will be having uh, more issues this upcoming pop up at the Blue White and Gold. Did I say it right? Yeah, um, pop up. yeah uh this 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 saturday uh hosted by one two threads and Afja. so we'll be there and we'll be there with crafty nurse as well we'll be right next to her so uh if you're coming in for uh bows on your head or anything there's gonna be a magazine right on the side on the side <laughs> of her so you can get a magazine and a bow uh <laughs> so please come <laughs> out and see us and talk to us and shoot the shit Um, If you want to cry about the galaxy right now, uh, I'm pretty sure David has two shoulders ready for those. Uh, (laughs) Don't come to me. Uh, <laughs>
2: but, Don't come your drama. <laughs> yeah.
0: start a podcast no uh <laughs> like we need any more <laughs> but um no yeah i mean look at uh the the reception for this magazine is coming out good we have mers in in the issue we have uh, galaxy history interviewing uh, uh sean franklin uh, we have Lewis's. Uh, we have a few articles from Lewis, and we have a lot of stuff. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good things in, in this issue. It's a, it's a lot better than the first issue. I mean, that's kind of the progression that we're trying to work at. Every issue gets better and better and better. So. Uh, Please support us. Please uh, order it online. If you're not going to go to the pop-up, the only other time that we can foretell and say that we're going to have issues is the El Trafico game uh, where we will be announcing Donovan's statue. So we will be selling those uh, issues on that day as well. So if you don't want to order online and if you're not going to be at the pop-up, get it there. Also, you can email uh, not email us uh dm us on uh instagram if you're on instagram and on twitter if you're on twitter if you want us to put something on hold but you got to throw in a deposit to uh get a issue on hold so other than that i mean yeah go galaxy (laughs) Go someone (laughs) all right then well that should be the end of the show so thank you for listening this is episode 2.35 2.35 and I'm here with Lewis saying goodbye because I think David had to walk away.
2: Yeah, uh, so thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.
0: Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website LAIsOurHouse.com where you can find all our social sites. Also listen in to Balls and Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.